This is your host, Jordan Carroll, and welcome to the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast, the show dedicated to those addicted to living outside of their comfort zone, obsessed with designing a life of freedom, and for those who choose to make every day count because they know Sunday Ain't Scary. Hello, 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 my Sunday Ain't Scaredians. Yes, I did just give you, my audience, a super corny nickname. Hopefully that does not make you shut this podcast off immediately. Stay with me because today is going to be very interesting. I am laying in my bed recording this podcast. I've been laying in my bed for about a week at this point. If you listen to my last podcast or if you looked at the title, you might imagine why I had a pretty significant surgery on the 1st of December to reconstruct construct my ACL, which is a tendon in the knee. And that shit is not the business. It's not fun. But at the same time, I did want to take the chance to talk about some of the things that I've learned so far from not only this surgery, but if you've followed me and you read any of my content, you might know that I had surgery as well six months ago. So I've had two surgeries in the past six months. So in this episode, I'm going to go through what I've learned from that process of having two pretty significant life-changing injuries and surgeries in six months that have caused total reinventions to my life, and then give you some ways that you can take some of those lessons and not have to go have two life-changing surgeries or injuries to be able to learn some of these things. So that's my goal with this episode. I do want to make a couple disclaimers. One, I have been taking pain medication, so... I'm just hoping that I make sense. I feel like I'm making sense right now, but at some point, if I'm not making as much sense as I think that I am in this moment, then that might be why. I also am not committing to doing the video version of this podcast anymore. I had a lot of built up stress around trying to get the videos out for this podcast, but due to the fact that I can't even stand right now, you know, I'm highly immobile and it just makes it very difficult to also have the video version. There is extra work involved and it's been stressing me out, so I'm just not going to do it. I listen to myself more and more and this is part of what I'm going to talk about later in this podcast. But my video editor also has a bunch of projects we're working on together. And I want to prioritize getting these podcasts out on audio because they are much easier to do via audio and then focus his time on the other videos that I'm working on. So sorry if you were super excited about the videos, but just not something that I'm going to be able to commit to at this time. Anyway, let's jump into the surgeries, the wake-up call, the lessons, all these different things. So as mentioned, I've had two surgeries in six months. I had a gallbladder removal in uh, late May of 2021. And now I've had on December 1st, an ACL reconstructive surgery. Both of these were highly impactful on my daily life and what I was able to do. This knee one is quite a bit more significant as far as the recovery time. I mean, this just to be able to run again, I'm looking at 10 to 12 months. So that to me is insane. It's really, this is for someone who I was running every single day. I was active every single day. This is, that part of it is hell, absolutely hell to not be able to do that because it's such a big part of how release negative energy, how I cope with emotions and just get my release of endorphins is by running and working out. So to not be able to do that, especially here at the beginning where I'm pretty much immobilized to my bed, very difficult. The gallbladder was an interesting thing. It kind of came out of nowhere as well. I was feeling some weird stomach infection type symptoms, had got misdiagnosed multiple times. This was also when I was living in Mexico. So it was a little bit more difficult to find the care or the specialty 
that I needed. And when I finally found a digestive specialist, they did an ultrasound, they found gallstones in there, and they recommended that I take it out because an infection with gallstones can actually be fatal. So when you have two of these things that happen in, in this amount of time, you know, the gallstones and then also the injury while I was playing basketball, I don't even have a good story about the knee. I was just playing basketball. Although I did make up a few stories that I told at parties and those went over okay, but it just gets exhausting to try to explain to everybody what happened to your knee. So eventually I was just like, basketball, <laughs> stop talking to me. And, and by the way, if you ever want to have everybody give you attention and everybody tell you that they're a doctor or that they have knee, also have knee problems, walk around with a knee brace and crutches. Literally everyone will give you unsolicited advice. And I don't, I don't necessarily mind it. I know a lot of people are doing it out of trying to be helpful. But, you know, there's like random guys like this dude at a sandwich shop that's behind the counter who English was definitely his second language. So I was having a hard time understanding him. But he was, I walk in and he immediately is like, hey man, like you shouldn't get surgery. I, I don't trust doctors. They messed me up or something like that. And he was telling me this long story about how he messed up his knee and the, his knee was about, and, you know, he had a, actually a different injury than me, a meniscus tear. I had an ACL tear and he goes on and on and on about all the, the ways that he doesn't trust doctors and I should do this, I should do that. And I was like, dude, I just want a fucking panini. Like... <laughs> Just give me the panini. I'm not here to have this conversation right now. So that's interesting is how people react to you when you're in a vulnerable state or when you're injured. But yeah, this first week has definitely been tough. I had a, a raging case of the hiccups, like uncomfortable amount of hiccups to the point where every single day waking up, I'd have them going to bed. I'd have them. I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. And there's this trick where you drink water out of the opposite side of the cup, which sounds really stupid, but you basically, the cup that's usually facing or closest to your mouth, you like drink out of the other side. You got to look at it online if you've never heard of it. And it actually worked most of the time, but at, at some point it, they would just come back every hour or two hours. And I would just forget that I even had them. And I just be like, for five days straight, four or five days straight. So that was crazy, very uncomfortable. Obviously laying in your bed all day is pretty uncomfortable. I try to move around and hang my leg off the bed sometimes. And obviously when I need to go to the bathroom, I get myself up on my crutches and, and make my way there. But the pain in my leg, it feels like my leg is a piece of paper and there's a tear or a rip happening right at the knee every time I stand up. Like this slow tear. It's It feels like it's literally going to tear again, but they've assured me that that's not going to happen by just walking. But highly underestimated the pain of this recovery process, just as I did with the gallbladder. And yeah, these kind of life-changing injuries or surgeries, I mean, they, they really force you to learn. It would be impossible to go through something like this and not learn a lesson, not like learn about yourself, not learn about how you deal with with challenge. And I have, I wrote out six different things that I've learned. There's, there's way more than that, but I wanted to at least get this podcast out and, and talk about some of these things. So again, so you don't have to go through two surgeries or two significant injuries to be able to learn these. Number one, challenges are opportunities to break through your threshold. And they're typically the sign that you're about to. So life in the way that the universe works, from my understanding at least, is that these things happen to us. They're neither good or bad. 
they, however we perceive them is how we perceive them. But there are these things where we have these beliefs that kind of keep us in this comfort zone. If you can imagine just like this big circle, that's like your comfort zone, your bubble, right? And at some point, life is going to give you things or force you to confront things that will allow you to break through that zone, allow you to break through that threshold. And just by the fact of going through the challenge and viewing it as an opportunity, you can get to that next level, whatever that next level is of kind of your mental state and your ability to overcome and your capacity to overcome challenges. And that zone gets bigger, it gets larger. So then all of a sudden things that were less comfortable to you before become more comfortable. Like I, I had never had surgery before six months ago. So when I realized I had to have surgery, I was like, fuck, this is, you know, this is terrifying. I, I'm, so they're going to be taking an organ out of my body. The gallbladder is kind of like right below the sternum in the below the chest above the belly that was terrifying to me because i hadn't had a surgery like that but then six months later when i'm going into surgery for my knee i had just gone through breaking through my threshold about surgery and about that being a huge challenge to me so it was actually a lot easier the surgery process knowing what to expect going under the knife doing anesthesia you know that whole process will usually bring about a lot of anxiety but i had a lot less anxiety and i can attribute that to having surgery six months ago so you can kind of apply that to a lot of things in your life that you have a specific type of challenge and you see it you work through it you're able to break through that threshold the next time you encounter a challenge like that you're much more comfortable with it Number two is kind of the value of surrender. So being able to radically accept things as they happen, again, because they're neither good nor bad, at face value, you get to assign that. So by me being able to just accept that, hey, I don't know why this happened to me. There's probably a greater meaning, and I don't know exactly what that is just yet, but I I accept it. I accept that this injury has happened. So many people have issues with things like this and have a very kind of negative rapport mindset about challenges and issues and injuries because they can't accept that it happened. They want to keep questioning why me and they want to keep saying like this should have never happened and and just continue to pass that blame. But when you provide that resistance to the universe, you never give yourself a chance to get through it. So there is such a huge value in surrendering to life's events. And it doesn't mean accepting them and, and not doing anything about them. You know, it, it just means that saying that I don't need to know all the answers and I can actually just accept this for what it is. I'm injured. I have a new knee that I need to recover. A really good book on this topic is called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. I will uh, provide that in the show notes, but must listen, honestly. He also wrote The Untethered Soul, which was one of my favorite books of all time. So these are two books from the same guy that are just out of this world about kind of spiritual development, about mindset, about all those things. Number three, this has really forced me to eliminate shoulds and have tos. So in my search for what's actually essential, being in this spot where I'm much more limited, I can barely get out of bed. I can't do things myself. I'm going to be unable to run for 10 months. Like I need to reevaluate and kind of reinvent what's essential to me now. Because some of the things that I've been doing the past year, two years, whatever, they I've been doing them because I think that I have to do them or I think that I should do them. So really watch that language. Whenever you say like, oh, I should do this or I have to do this, I'm noticing myself say that now a lot more because I've been through this process and, and really made it a point to look out for that. But whenever I hear myself say that, like, I should do this, I have to do this, immediately I start questioning myself now. I'm like, why do I think I need to do that? Why do I think I have to do that? Why do I think I should do that? Because honestly, there's so many things that don't serve us, but because we're conditioned to think that we 
should, think that we have to, whether it's pressure from external sources, whether it's just because we've been doing it for so long, really challenge you to think, is this essential? Another great book called Essentialism, which I am going to do a whole separate podcast on, is what really helped me kind of come to that conclusion. And, and then this injury also forcing its hand saying, Jordan, if you're unable to function at 100%, you know, physically, what's actually going to be important to your life right now? That, not that you should do, not that you have to do, but what's actually important to you. Number four is you only get one body, at least as far as we know. My current place in the universe right now, being in this body and getting older, being in my 30s now, I'm not able to play basketball with the reckless abandon that I did before. I'm not able to not stretch before playing. And and this has really put me in a position where if I don't want to ever have this happen again, where I'm basically taking an entire year away from running, I have to really work on my mobility. I have to really work on my longevity, to really work on stretching. And the earlier you can cement that into your head about how important it is for your body to take care of your body, to put the right things in your body, to move your body in a way that makes it stronger, the better, right? Because for me, it's taking this injury and it's taking the gallbladder thing happening for me to reevaluate my nutrition, for me to reevaluate my fitness. And I've been through stretches in my life where I've been really hyper-focused on fitness and diet and things like that. But all of those that I can think of have been short term. It's like a certain diet that I'm on for a number of months and then I fall off of it or I don't do anymore. It's a certain exercise routine that I'm doing and then all of a sudden I fall off and I don't do anymore. And so now the shift is how do I make a lifestyle to where my body is being treated in the way that it is the number one. You know, it, it is the thing that it's the, the vehicle if you're not comfortable in your body, you're not feeling good, nothing else matters. And this is a huge reminder of that. So it's good to learn that without having to go through this type of an injury. Number five is kind of this new level of gratitude. One is for my caretakers. You know, my parents have significantly helped me throughout this process in taking me to the operation, taking me to the appointments, making sure that I have everything that I need, checking in on me, just things that I am going to really miss when they're not here and, and how appreciative I am of that because I know a lot of people don't have this. And there's a new level of gratitude when you're, when you're forced to ask help. I mean, I'm someone who doesn't love to ask for help. I like to do things without needing assistance. But being in this spot right now, being forced to ask for help is actually a pretty big gift because you learn how to receive, you learn how to let go of needing to do everything yourself, and that's huge. There's also another level of gratitude I have for remote work because if I didn't have the profession that I have, I mean, I would be fucked. You know, like if I had to go to an office every day, if I had to go work a very manual job, I would be out of work for 10 months. That's for a lot of people, that's impossible. They can't do that. So being able to be remote, being able to run my business, being able to actually really focus my mindset, being able to have my computer with me here in the bed that I've been laying in for the past week, it certainly makes things a lot easier. Number six is that the physical is connected to everything, right? So the physical body by breaking down in the way that it's breaking down is sending me messages. The message that I've got out of this is to slow down. And really, you know, the purpose of this podcast is not pity. The purpose of me posting about this injury is not pity. I love to know that people care. I really appreciate sympathy. But the bigger picture is, which I think can be summed up by this quote, is that the mind affects the cells in your body in the same sense that what manifests in the body 
affects your state of mind. So the physical injuries that I've sustained this year, the the surgeries that I've had, aches, pains, illnesses, things in our body offer information from other facets of our life. That could be our relationships, that could be our mental health, that can be our spiritual misalignment, that could be all these other things that are causing symptoms to show up physically. So that's where it gets really intuitive, where you have to kind of listen in and say, why is this happening in my body? Is there an explanation? And some people would argue that certain injuries in certain parts of the body or certain failures in certain organs, they mean certain things. Like, from a not always just a spiritual aspect, but from kind of a traditional or a ancestral view of the body, you can kind of tie injuries or, or specific organs to specific things. Anyway, that message that I got to slow down has been huge. It's another reason I'm, I'm kind of re-looking at all the things on my calendar. Like I have for years had call after call after call after call on my calendar for years. I have put pressure on myself to just always have a very busy calendar. And now I'm realizing like that is not how I want to live. Like it served me for some amount of time, but I realized a lot of that was probably my ego wanting to feel important by taking so many meetings and doing so many things. But man, I, at this point with this type of injury, with this type of mindset, like I'm ready to say no to so many things. I'm ready to get more clarity on what I actually want. I'm ready to reinvent Another reason why I'm saying no to doing videos of these, because it makes it much easier to just do audio. But yeah, I feel like I've probably been approaching burnout for years. The symptoms of burnout are very real. There are things that happen as you push yourself too much that show up physically. And this was kind of an extreme case where this happening to my knee really has become a big lesson of slowing down. But I'm hoping to take what I've learned from this and then proactively slow my life down in the future so it doesn't happen again. Anyway, that is all I got today. Hopefully it wasn't too much of just a ramble and rant. I hope you have a wonderful week and that you've learned something from this podcast today. Take care and I'll talk to you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Ain't Scary podcast. If you found value from this show, please consider three free ways that you can support, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Number one is leave a review. Reviews of the lifeblood of any podcast and help others to find me. Number two, subscribe or follow wherever it is that you're listening to this right now. Number three, share with one friend who needs to hear the message from today. If you're interested in the video version of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jordan Carroll, or check out the show notes, which will have links to all my social platforms, websites, and anything mentioned in the show. Thank you. And until next time, keep wandering. You're not lost.